everyone, Shua Allegra here, founder of Grace and Hope Consulting, and we are still in February, and we're still talking about relationships and how they impact our mental and emotional wellness. And I'm sure this topic's not just for February. You know, you're probably going to be hearing this, you know, throughout everything that we do. And I think, you know, because it's important, we sometimes we don't realize how our relationships impacts our mental health and how our mental health impacts our relationships. So today I have my really good friend here. I'm gonna let her introduce herself and let you know what she does. Hello everyone. My name is Ibi Oshibodo Onyali. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and I'm also a life coach for women, helping women feel their best selves, helping them lift their anxiety and also um, helping them lift their self-esteem. Awesome, awesome. And just so I can add a little, you know, little disclosure here. So some people saw, you know, that we're talking about relationship, and we have a few worksheets and resources that we, I'm sharing on the web, on the, uh, on social media, Grace and Hope Consulting page, and all that. And just a disclosure, I am not, you know, what Ivy is. Ivy is a licensed, you know, marriage and family counselor, and that's therapist, and that's why I have her here today because we need those people who that's their niche, who they know what they're doing, that they're trained in that, and they can give you very good resources and support for those, you know, very meaningful relationships that matter, you know, so what I do, I'm focusing on all the mental health you know, piece of it, and uh, Abby can help you then work on that relationship, so then, because the two of that, you know, you, you need both in order for each, you know, even one to work well, but, you know, just so disclosure, yeah, if you need a mar marital Counseling, you know, therapy, support, coaching, Abby's your girl. So, so back to that. So with all the people you work with, you know, clients you have, you know, on and offline, um, how have you seen their relationships impact their mental and emotional wellness? Oh, it's really, really big. I find especially with, because I mostly work with women, is mm -hmm. that when their relationship isn't going well, their self-esteem, their actual personal sense, sense of self, their sense of self-worth takes a dip. So they begin to think thoughts like, well, things are not going well in the relationship, so something must be wrong with me, or mm -hmm. I must not be beautiful enough. I must be doing something wrong. Something is wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you nailed it right there. Because, yeah, I mean, for women, we're, I mean, any, most people in general, we're usually humans or worst critics. But yeah. women I see there's so many in so many women where if we let everything and everyone affect our inner being to the point where it, we, it debilitates us like you know and with with well the people that I work too like you said like our people come for depression come for anxiety they'll come for stress and then when you start talking it wouldn't be two minutes until you figure out that it's all linked to some kind of relationship Absolutely. you know because we are we're social beings we're created to be around people and it's not always not just romantic you know but like in general it could be stress from work work no stress no it can be depression because at home the kids are not growing up the way that they raised them to be and all you'll see all our I honestly, I haven't done the research yet, but I'm sure there's a research out there. If not, you know, I mean, we have to collaborate on this. And honestly, yes. I'm sure that, you know, we can link every mental health diagnosis to mm -hmm. a relationship problem. I'm pretty uh, sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because even as women, we often see ourselves as an extension of somebody. So whether it is I'm a mother and whatever is going on with my kids, it's because mm -hmm. of me. I'm a wife, whatever is going on with my husband, it's because of me. I'm a career woman, whatever is going on in the job, it must be my fault. So we're always an extension. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's because we come in with that 
women are just you know, natural. I mean, the men, there's also a lot of men who love to nurture others and support others. But for women, it's just naturally, you know, it comes in, it's just, it, you know, it's there. We don't work too hard at it for most of us. It just comes, flows out of us. Since we're always the one that's the often nurturing and taking care of everyone. So we think that because it, you know, we are wired that way to help others, to support others, to carry others, then we think that if somebody drops, that, that means I did not carry them well. And exactly. there's nothing that that's so far from the truth, right? Because we can't control everybody's exactly. actions. You know, you can have, and I have friends and have no people, even, you know, people come, you know, for help and working with me who have, I mean, they did everything you could possibly think that a mom would do for their child. And at the end, the child still make decisions that they, you know, even the parents can, can be ashamed of. Like, I, this is not something I, you know, I taught them. Because again, at the end of the day, we're our own human being. We make our own decisions and impact our life. So we need, as women, as people in general, stop taking in, you know, stop being responsible for other people's actions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We are not responsible all the time mm-hmm. for other people's emotions. We're not responsible yes. all the time for other people's actions. You can mm-hmm. love somebody, you can support somebody, but all their decisions that they make are not all your fault. Mm-hmm. Right. And once we accept that part, if we don't accept that, that's when we start to break down. But the moment you're able to understand that I can love people, but still allow them to be responsible for their lives, mm-hmm. that burden will just fall off. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it makes, and then you get into, you know, when we learn to do that, to let go of that, I guess that, you know, the idea that we have to be you know, all for everything for all people, right? And it's like, and when we let go of the idea and let go of being responsible for people's own actions, then we find that healthy self-esteem. Then we find that healthy, you know, mindset or mental clarity. It's, yeah, yeah, it starts there. Like just literally reminding yourself that I'm responsible for myself. I can take care of others. I can give them everything I can give them and do for them. But at the end, they still have to make their own decisions. Yes, yes. And and with that in mind, I just know as you're thinking, I'm thinking about my own, you know, my own life and you know, and I have no problem saying I'm divorced, I'm a single mom now. But I remember like even when I was in the, some of the prop the things that was a struggle in my own marriage was you know, it was people putting the blame on me because you are the wife, you had to do this. If this is an unhappy home, it's because you did this. So and I know, you know, both of all you know, you're both on you and I are both from Africa. So it's oh, a oh, yeah. <laughs> culture. So you get what I'm talking about. That's the typical African response. Your I husband know. did it, it's your fault. What did you say? <laughs> exactly. What did you do? Right. So but I also see that, you know, even outside of the African culture where women think because we're the nurturer, because we're wired to be that way, that it's only their response it's they're the only one responsible to make the relationship work. Right. Right. So uh-huh. when you get when you get, you know, you get people come in, you know, with that kind of mindset, that kind of struggles, you know, like how, what are maybe one or two tips that you can tell them or that they should, I mean, we know that's not healthy, but then how, what are some things they can do to start getting out of that mindset, out of that, you know, mm-hmm. that thought process that it's, they're the only one that has to make this relationship work, whether it's marriage or dating, you know. Yeah. Right. The first thing I do when a couple comes in, whether they are dating, engaged, married, doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I tell them, here are the rules. The rules is that both of you have to put in a hundred percent. It's not the woman putting in 90 and the man putting in 10 or the woman putting 95, the man putting in five. Absolutely not. If this is going to work, you guys are a team. So we, we need to come in with a team mindset. The idea of the woman carrying the relationship on her shoulder, 
that does that clearly is not working. There are too many women feeling anxious, too many women feeling depressed, too many women feeling shame. But the moment we take it from the woman's fault to it's both of us. It's a team, you know? Mm-hmm. It's easier to build a house when there are two people building a house. But if you try building a house by yourself, I can assure you, you're going to burn out. And we have too many women burning out. And another thing that I talk about is validation. Yeah. Validation. So the woman being able to validate the man for what he does do in the relationship and the man doing the same. Because too often we fall into you know, our culture or what we think our, our role should be. So while well, she takes care of the kids every day, isn't that what she's supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You don't validate her. She doesn't feel seen. Or while well, he goes out and he, you know, brings in the income, isn't that what he's supposed to do? But when you start to validate each other every single day in the little things, that helps to just build that relationship. Yes, yes, right on. Ooh. So yeah, I, I really, I love the idea of team because... We forget, like, you know, people say it takes two to tangle. Yes, right. it also takes two to break it, right? <laughs> so just any relationship, when you enter it, you have to remember it's, you know, one person or two, it's two people coming together to make it work. Yes. So when it breaks, it's also two people coming together, you know, and it was, not, it, it, you know, that did not make it through. Because often, right. like, with the whole blame idea and now kind of wearing my clinic, my, my trauma professional hat, you know, it's when we get to those, those relationships that over and over again, we always feel like we're the one responsible to you know, make it work. Right. And then it leaves us, like you said, with shame, with guilt, with just, you know, and literally I see women traumatized by, relation, by past relationships. Absolutely. And then they become, and they become even unhealthy to themselves because they cannot, they don't, they don't have the strength to go to enter a healthy relationship. This is all they know. And I think, okay, it must be me because if every relationship I'm going, it's not working, I right. must be able to say, you know, common denominator, right? But we forget that this is one wounded woman who's been traumatized by past relationship. And unless you learn a healthy pattern and healthy pathway, you know, we wire our brain for healthy pathways, she's never going to be healthy enough to enter, to create that healthy relationship. So even with the idea of team, if we bring two exactly. broken people trying to make marriage work, it's going to be a broken marriage, right? We have to heal ourselves first and then try to make it work. So yeah, having the idea, yes. I really love the idea of, of, uh, of team because we have to remember it is a team. Um, so, with, so with the idea of team as well, what happens when, let's say you have a couple who comes in and you, you know, with a little bit of what I should share, like maybe one, you can say clinical, you know, clinically they're having, they're depressed or clinically, you know, maybe the anxiety is like overboard or maybe it's really stressed out to impacting their health and they're not seeing what's going on inside of them, but then they're just projecting right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, that can be talking about this all day long, like, you know, they're just projecting all the, you know, everything they're dealing with in the relationship on the over partner, and not realizing that they are bringing also their own emotion, emotions into the relationship, right? You know, so how, how do you help them kind of rewire themselves or realign, I guess, maybe that's the right. word, realign themselves, yeah. Sometimes I will go back to where they were raised and back to their family of origin, because sometimes that generational trauma it's a real, it's a real, real thing. Um, and then the more we talk about it, and then the more we talk about what a healthy relationship looks like, what a functioning, healthy person should look like, then they begin to connect the dots. And then they say, wait a minute, I'm worrying all the time. I'm having panic attacks. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't, you know, what I should be feeling. 
something is going on inside of me. So it's never, we're never pointing the finger, we're never blaming, but just helping them to connect the dots, you know, when they realize this is what a healthy situation should look like, this is what a healthy person should feel. And even just going through the symptoms in my very first session, in my intake session, I'm going through different symptoms and then they're realizing, wait a minute, that is true though. I have aches and pains. Mm -hmm. A lot of times men will recognize that they have physical aches and pains, but they don't recognize the emotional part. Exactly. Women will recognize the emotions. They won't recognize the physical, physical part. Yep. <laughs> so by the time we start to connect the two, and it's nice when both of them are connecting the dots together, then they realize, mm-hmm. wait a minute, there's something deeper going on. We need to yeah. work on this. Yeah. That also build the relationship because then they realize, especially for the women, I'm not broken. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not damaged. And all the words that women use, yes. I'm yes. going anxiety i'm going through trauma there's a name for what i'm going through it's postpartum mm-hmm. depression mm-hmm. oh my goodness i'm not alone there are other women dealing with that and even for the men they realize oh my gosh something happened to me when i was a child and that really did affect me or mm-hmm. something going on with me at work and it's damaging my self-esteem oh my goodness and then we start to work together okay mm-hmm. so you, work on you healing yourself you work on healing yourself and then both of you become supporters in the relationship yes Yes. Oh, that, that healing, you know, the self-healing, it's so, so important. And I can, I, yeah, I can, I can echo that more. I mean, it's right on. And like you said, especially when we don't see the mm. connection, right. then we're just like treading waters and going for like, honestly, go for the cycle over and over again. We never get along here. We never get along here. And sometimes it's because we, like you said, not only we haven't healed from our own trauma and our own pain from the past but because we also have different expectations mm-hmm. and different definition of what a healthy relationship looks like and most of those definition expectations are were you know wired in our brain from our childhood you know yes. if, if 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 in your home you're raised where mom did everything and dad you know crossed his arm waiting for everything to be just mm-hmm. from the sky then you start expecting that from your wife right and then you marry her and you're like what is this person you know it's like exactly. it's never married because when we're dating she wasn't nice for mm-hmm. well, me when you were dating she had the same expectation too that she had to please you because everybody you know puts the best foot foot forward right and then you marry this person you're like okay this is not working right because again our expectations were not communicated and that's what i want to get to i think mm-hmm. the one the key to a healthy relationship no matter what relationship it is parenting you know or dating or with co-workers or even friendship starts right. with a healthy communication like i, I there's no way around it because no. we can all have trauma we can have problems but if we can communicate about what where we are and what we need i think it makes a big difference right and to have healthy communication you have to have trust yes you have to have trust Without trust, everybody's walls are up. Nobody's Mm -hmm. going to talk. You'll be defensive. You'll be blaming. You'll be pointing the finger. So then when they come in, we have to create a situation where there's trust, where they understand that I am a neutral third party. Because I think they always often think as a therapist, well, because you're a woman, you're going to be on my wife's side, right? Mm. No, 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 no. I'm on the side of the relationship. That's the side I'm on, (laughs) you know? And it's important to start to develop that trust that honest trust. And then as they continue to validate each other, as they continue to focus on the things that are working, because when a marriage is crumbling, we only focus on the things that are not working. She doesn't do this. She doesn't cook well. She doesn't do this, da, 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 da. Everything is going wrong. But then, okay, tell me one thing that's actually working for you. Mm. Okay, well, she does do this well. He does do this well. And then you begin to continue to validate each other. You start to build trust. And when you build trust, 
in the room, you're able to be honest about mm-hmm. what is going on, what is going on for you, what is not working for you. And it's also important to, for everybody to own their own stuff. So if you've gone, done something wrong, you've said something wrong in the room, you can say, you know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. But on top of that, I am making an agreement with you that I'm not going to do it again. Mm. Cause if you're going to keep doing the same hurtful behaviors over and over and over again, that trust is going to break down. That wall is going to come up. Yes. So we can't heal without trust. We can't heal without communication. We can't heal without forgiveness. That's mm-hmm. an important piece that, you know, a lot of people don't talk about. Yes. Yes. And with forgiveness. Oh, I, I had very wise lady say this many, many years ago and it really stuck to me. And she said, forgiveness is given. Mm-hmm. Trust is earned. Cause That's even, and so just to kind of connect the two things you just talked about. So people have, you know, if they keep doing the exact same thing over and over again, and then expecting the old person going to keep forgiving, no. they might forgive you, but they're not going to trust you again. And Absolutely. that really breaks the communication in your, in your relationship. And then it breaks, you know, the trust and the love. And before you know it, it breaks the relationship altogether. Absolutely. Yes. So you have to earn, you know, and people don't realize that. Like, and you might, you might, I've heard people say, well, what do you mean I have to earn the trust? Don't they just trust me because, you know, they, you know, I'm their husband. Don't they just trust no. me because I'm their girlfriend? No, trust is earned. I mean, even with my own kids, I tell them, you have to earn my trust. And yeah. sometimes I think, I tell them, I can remember, my, I have, my youngest is five. And I think he wanted something in the kitchen. He has a lot of food allergies. And, with, and he's five, so he goes in the kitchen sometimes and sneaks food. He's not supposed to because, again, it looks good, right? So, and there's times where I say, I don't trust you to go in the kitchen by yourself. Mm-hmm. And one time, I had a friend there. She turned around. She's like, why are you telling your kids you don't trust them? That doesn't build their self-esteem. I'm like, oh, you're talking, to, you're talking to a counselor, mom. I have my balance your way, you know? So they explained to her. I said, if I tell him that I don't trust him to go in the kitchen, he has to earn my trust to prove, me that, to, prove to me that I can let him go to the kitchen alone. I still exactly. love him. My love has not changed. There's still a secure base that he can yeah. come back anytime. But he needs to earn the trust that I can give him permission to go in the kitchen alone. And oh, I yeah. think it goes with even as adults. You know, if and, and when trust is gone, it's gone. And I'm just, you know, to be honest, if you look at all the relationships that when, you know, the sad ways, whether it's, you know, in partnership and business or friendship or yeah. romantic relationship, yeah. you know, be, when trust is gone, the relationship is gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. You and I can talk about this all night, <laughs> all day, all night. Right? But like, I'm just like, I'm going to keep going. But I know, you know, I, I know we have to keep this short and give people yeah. the opportunity to connect with you. So how can people reach out to you, connect with you, work with you. Okay. So I have two businesses. If you're looking for premarital counseling, if you're a woman who's going through anxiety, and I also, I'm a sleep expert. So Mm -hmm. insomnia, if you're tossing and turning night after night, and sometimes anxiety will do that to you. Yes. You can find me at thezinniapractice.com. And zinnia is Z-I-N-N-I-A, like the flower. So thezinniapractice.com. And if you are a woman who... You just feel like you're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, you wake up every morning, you take care of the kids, you go to work, you come back, you haven't found your passions, you feel very unfulfilled in life, you're just going around in circles and you're just looking to pursue your passion and be able to mm-hmm. find time for yourself, to care for yourself. Then you can find me at thehappyworkingmom.com. I love that. Yes, we want more happy moms. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Kids, <laughs> yes, happy, I'm honestly happy country. I mean, like, you know, we can, exactly, yeah, it's just with us, right? 
Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for doing this with me. I so, so, so appreciate you. And for everyone, I'll put the links, you know, to our website, you know, on the description to the video. Please click and connect with her. Like I said, she knows her stuff. And yes, I, and just like she shared here, she's not only, she knows her stuff, but she really cares. And I think for all of us, when we need, you know, help or we're trying to get to the next level, whether it's just sleeping better, you know, or whether it's, you know, it's finding ourselves and finding purpose or, you know, fixing or, or, you know, or strengthening our relationships. We want somebody who cares enough to do it from the heart. And Ivy does that. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sue. It was so great being on here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. All right.